Podcast Studios. This is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Are you awake? Technically, yes. All right. Let me ask you a question. Who's ready for some football? It's time for the Super Bowl. Are you ready for some football? Hey, guys. Sure hope we win the big game on Super Bowl Sunday. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? This weekend. Super Bowl. Super Bowl time. Super Bowl Sunday. The Super Bowl. It's showtime. Happy motherfucking Friday. (laughs) Hey, happy motherfucking Friday to you, too. Uh, Dave Lazar joins us because it's Friday. Dave, how are you? Hello, friends. I am well. Not are folks. You? Not folks today. No folks. Friends. <laughs> We're friends. Hello, no gang. Friends. No gang. Uh, yeah, I've been yeah, working on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cordial coworkers. <laughs> uh, we have a great segment coming up for you guys on premature ejaculation, but we're going to let Dave lead that segment. So <laughs> stick around for that. All right. <laughs> Well, I mean, seriously. Did you hear Who something? Who the fuck wants to take ownership of that? <laughs> we also ooh, have ooh, Dave's. That bit. We have Dave's wife on the line. Surprise! <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is the this is your life segment. I wasn't planning for. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, an interesting time here in Canada. First off, uh, Super Bowl weekend. We're watching the Canadian commercials again, right? Uh, did they ever get that tossed out where where they had to carry the American commercials in Canada? Was w- what are we doing? Because I don't remember anymore. It was what two years ago was the last time I think we saw the the American commercials. Now, here's the thing. Whether you see them on the American feed or not, you're going to see them online either yep. before. Yep. Already, there's a ton of them up. If or you're going to yeah, Yeah, if they're good. <laughs> right? yeah, exactly. Or you're going to see it like 10 seconds after it's aired. Yeah. So we'll be able to see it. Isn't it funny? Like This is the only time that we get excited about seeing a TV commercial. Yeah. I mean, because they're like almost like mini cinematic events uh, now. And also there's there's it's it's changed so much over the years because now there's a way for them to make money if they if they play these commercials, which they spent millions on, depending on who they get from Matthew McConaughey to Mike Myers and Dana Carvey and Cardi B and all these other people. They spend so much money. So why not release that ahead of time, make a little money on YouTube? And some of these are getting millions and millions yeah. of views. So you make money that route, too. You get some of your money back before the big game day commercial even airs and if you think about it they're just sharing a commercial that's it that's all mm-hmm. it is that's it uh but I, I the thing that you go out of your way to skip as soon as you possibly can when you're watching a video yeah, yeah maybe there's some really great commercials you're skipping everybody sometimes it's just content like i, I was watching the uh what's it the mountain dew one with john cena and they're giving away like a million dollars as part of their commercial campaign i'm yeah. like so your your commercial is now a, a contest Okay. Yeah, it's a game within a game. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, right. So I'm watching that going, all right, I guess I got to watch and see if there's any other ways to win million dollars. Who else is doing it? Yeah. Yeah. But then they pull out the big guns. I don't know if it's Ford. I can't remember which car company's doing it. They're using Metallica and her Sandman. Mm-hmm. And it's like only the second time it's ever been used in a commercial. And they made some big deal about it. And, and that, that is just a car commercial, but it's got millions of hits on it yeah it's it's amazing it's, it's smart i mean yeah. it's we've we've adopted it as part of the fabric of the super bowl so sure. you know good on them mm-hmm. super bowl is a pop culture event right now it's not even about the sports or anything because it's a gathering occasion it's a family occasion friends occasion it's great a lot of people have made it all about the food uh, great article here today on scottandcat.ca. It breaks down what people specifically are going to be eating on Sunday. And Dave, you may have some different thoughts on this because you are vegan. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm surprised to hear that. I haven't heard that on this show yet. 
Chips and dip. Then I'm vegan. Are you still yeah. vegan? You're still vegan. Yeah. I know that's a weird thing to say, but some people try it out as like a. Have you given life... it up the the, well, the impossible journey yet? No, but I it's haven't. true. Some people have given it a try, and then they're like, I can't. I got to modify my diet. I can't yeah. go all vegan, and it's not easy, right? I mean, you'll yep. leave it a minute. It's not easy. So. No, I, I actually I find it not difficult at all. Good. Yeah, I'm good. 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 See. And I'm looking at the top 10 foods that people are going to eat this weekend, and I don't think you could actually eat any of these. Chips and dip, the dip would not count for your uh, lifestyle, would it? Uh, no, you can use things like almond sour cream and, and cashew sour cream, things like that, that are not dairy-based. So you could go that route. And actually, some of them are not bad. They actually they, they seem to taste almost identical to a regular thing of sour cream. If you gave me sour cream, I wouldn't know when tasting really? it. However, I would know on the way out. So yep. <laughs> like, you would know mm-hmm. if it's gone through your system if you haven't had dairy in a long time. So, um, yeah, ch- I could do chips. I'll probably do different chips. I like the root Chick- chips, stuff like that. Chicken wings? Nope. Hard no. <laughs> yeah. Pizza? Probably a no. Although you can eat a vegan pizza, can't you? Sure you can. I eat vegan pizza all the time. Yeah. Okay. Nachos. If you just have the chips and maybe some veggies on top, Sure. No, we've but, talked I mean, about the cheese. We talked yeah. about the vegan cheese on this show before. Yeah. I think we all know how that goes. I will yeah. say with the vegan cheese, it doesn't quite melt right. It, yeah. it, when, it, when you melt it, it almost looks like hickory sticks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's different. It's a different texture. Um, but I will say with with the cheese, they have perfected the smell of like really strong cheese. Just not oh. quite the taste and texture yet. <laughs> cheese and crackers. Okay, you could do the crackers, not the cheese. Uh, <laughs> burgers or sliders. Cookies. Ice cream mozzarella sticks, and tacos. Okay, so I'm here for all that, but if I'm going to a Super Bowl party, which I won't be this year, but in years to, uh, in the future I will be again, that's a weird thing to eat at somebody else's house, isn't it? If I go over to a buddy's house and he offers me a bowl of ice cream, isn't that a little strange? Dave, you've never offered me a bowl of ice cream when I've been over. Yeah, now that I think about it, when I've been to your place, you've never offered me a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> Maybe we're not really friends. Wait a second. Have we been missing out the whole time? No, that's such a like a grandparent house thing, isn't it? Like, let me get you a bowl and a spoon and we'll scoop out some some nice sorbet. Well, picture this. Because I would be the traditional chocolate ice cream, maybe some cookie dough, something like that. Uh, but I imagine Scott would have like an orange sorbet in his freezer. Mm-hmm. I actually do think that. So, Do if, you, Scott? If, I have okay. Orange is in it, but it's three flavors. It's like orange, lime, and I don't know something else. It's, it's like all a fruity Neapolitan. Fruit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine he he's just pops up? You know, you're sitting on the couch, you're watching the game, and he just hands you a little bowl with a tiny spoon. It's he's weird. like, got you some orange sorbet. I'd be like, what? <laughs> so weird. It is a weird thing to serve without asking. But sure. I can see if you're just like, hey, you want some ice cream? Yeah. I'm gonna. Or this is the best way to go about it. If you if you do feel weird about it, you just say, hey, I'm getting a bowl of ice cream. Do you want one? Yeah. Easy, right? Yeah. yeah. Or you don't say anything and you just wait for them to go, hey, where's my ice cream? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, ice cream's an interesting one. I don't know. Have you seen the uh, Superb Owl online? It's trending like crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking autocorrect. Like, fuck you, Apple. Fuck best. you, Android. Autocorrect is autocorrecting Super Bowl to Superb Owl for a lot of people, and it's actually a trending topic on Google right now. I'm surprised that the NFL isn't suing people for for the misspelling of Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, okay, that's an interesting point. Just so we're clear, Super Bowl is two words, right? Yes. And it's not Superb Owl? Nope. I want to know what a superb owl looks like. I mean, I'm interested. I'll bet you. Because there's some really pretty owls. Pretty, if there's one that's sub- superb, superb like, I want to see that one. <laughs> this is a superb owl. <laughs> that's a hooter I want to see. That's right.
<laughs> best looking owl you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> it is superb. Uh, do you have a prediction for the game, by the way, Dave and Kat? You go for oh, it. Oh, I, I mean, I, my, mine is worth an absolutely nothing. Dave is the more interesting person to ask when it comes to that. I, I don't know. I'm going bucks. That's what I bet. Uh, when it came to the pool, I kind of feel like I have to because my husband's a Bucks fan. Also, Tom Brady. So, yeah, I'm going Bucks, And I, it's going to be close. I'll say that. I am going Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think they're going to win. Um, EA Sports did their simulation. Uh, they do it every year with Madden, the video game. And did you see the results? Chiefs were, like, did they blow them out of the water? Chiefs win by 10, according to okay. the, the Madden game. It was and like they're th- usually pretty, like, they're dead u- on. Yeah, honestly, well, I mean, it's a 50-50 shot, but they're, they're usually really good with the winner. They're usually off with the score. Although a few times they've been almost right bang on with wow. the score prediction. So they predicted, I think, 37-27 was the score. Okay. And that's actually not really that far of a stretch because the chiefs have a pretty potent mm-hmm. off potent offense. And I mean, the bucks can, can keep up. So I think the story says, I kind of want Brady to win one more because if he wins, he will have more super bowls than any other franchise him, himself. Franchise. Yep. Franchise. Yeah. Think so about that. yeah. So he will, as an individual have more super bowl wins than any franchise has the most, I think he's is six incredible. and he's tied with that. So if he wins, yeah. he gets seven. I'm a bills fan. So it's in our DNA. Scott's the same way. We're supposed to hate Tom Brady. Yeah. We're supposed to hate him. him. Yeah. We hate him with a passion. Right. I, I've been to Patriots and bills games and I've, I've lost my voice booing Tom Brady, but you got to call it what it is. And he is the goat. He mm-hmm. really is. He's the best quarterback of all time. Like yeah. you cannot deny the uh, the skill, the talent, and the, you know the fact that he's still around at this age. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. When it comes to the Super Bowl, Patrick Mahomes was six years old. The Kansas City quarterback was six when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's bizarre to me. Take that one step further. When Tom Brady was six years old, that was the year McDonald's introduced Chicken McNuggets, and oh the year cry and the year Chrysler introduced winner. the minivan. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Isn't like, that nuts? Uh, can you imagine being a little kid watching uh, the Super Bowl and you're, you're, you know, you're, you're just getting into football and you're like, wow, this Tom Brady kid's pretty awesome. I want to be like him one day. And then you're actually against him in a Super Bowl. Kat, you, you've, you're self-admittedly not a big fan of football. Um, are you a fan of the stories that go around the game, the storylines? Sure, yeah. So are you more intrigued now because of the story of the young quarterback against yes. the legend? And is this a passing of the torch? Or is this, you know, the GOAT one more time saying, I am the man? Like, is that stuff in- intriguing to you? It is intriguing because it's relatable on all levels and not necessarily just sport, but within sports too, right? I mean, we've seen that before in other sports. I think that's really cool. I think that is kind of a passing of the torch kind of thing. But the fact that he can still stand up to that level of youth and that the youth can stand up to this level of uh well he has a ton of experience of course like that's pretty awesome i think it's neat so scott what's your prediction oh i think the chiefs are going to steamroll them i'm predicting chiefs by like two touchdowns minimum Mm, okay and that's that's not a bad call either it could absolutely go that way and and that's how good the chiefs are so this this week i mean yeah i don't have a dog in the fight because i don't i don't cheer for either team Mm -hmm. but yeah, I'm I'm intrigued by the story. I will be watching. You'll watch the whole know. thing, beginning whole to thing. end. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's, I'm looking, uh, it's, it's good. I'm looking at some of the specials that restaurant chains down in America are offering. 
because we're all being asked to stay home and not gather. And, of course, we're all supposed to support local. So even if you look around your area, there's a lot of restaurants that are doing a football Super Bowl Sunday takeout special. Mm -hmm. Here's some of the highlights from America. Can I just correct you there? They don't do Super Bowl specials. They're the big game day specials. big game specials. (laughs) Why are they so territorial about the rights to the name Super Bowl? Like, why can't regular restaurants just say, hey, it's a special for Super Bowl? I I don't think anybody expects fucking uh, Yard House or BJ's Restaurant to to sponsor the Super Bowl. Like, why can't they just say it? Roger Goodell's going door-to-door to to, to (laughs) restaurants and be like, did you call this a Super Bowl party? Because we have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me $7 million. Yeah. Pay up. Now, Applebee's, every $40 online order on Sunday comes with 40 free boneless wings if you use the promo code Big Game. Use the promo code Fat Fuck. <laughs> Imagine that, though. If you just order $40 worth of food from Applebee's, which isn't hard to do, we're talking two entrees and a small app or a bowl of soup, they throw in 40 boneless wings. That's a lot. That's a pretty good deal, They're actually. gluttonous, though. Like, I mean, I'm not surprised. It, it, of course it's a good deal, yeah. And- 40 boneless chicken wings. And because we're supposed to be watching the games by ourselves, can you imagine? Just pounding down 40 boneless yeah, chicken sad. wings after you get 40 bucks worth of food. What else is sad is that they're still calling it boneless chicken wings. It's yeah, there's no such thing as a boneless a chicken thing. wing, by the way. That's a nugget. It's You're eating a fucking, fucking nugget. nugget. It's a chicken strip. Nugget, whatever. Anyway. Red Lobster? Who wants Red Lobster for the big game? That's, that's what I think. I think get me some seafood scampi because Brady's on the 30. <laughs> So they've got the game day bundle special going on Sunday that includes entrees, sides, Cheddar Bay biscuits, and free Pepsi. Okay, fine. Hooters has the MVP bundle. It includes 42 wings and a choice of two sides for $40. Okay. That's pretty fucking good, guys. I mean, I don't know when the last time you ordered chicken wings from a restaurant was, but these days some restaurants are charging like 15, 16 bucks a pound. Mm -hmm. If you get 42 wings for 40 bucks, and it comes with two sides, that's a great deal. Hooters for the win again. Uh, then there's Buffalo Wild Wing. They're giving everyone free wings if the game goes to overtime. That hasn't happened since 2017, but if the game goes to overtime, everybody in America gets an order of free wings. Hmm. I wonder if they insure that, or do they just go out on a limb and pray to God that it ends in regulation? Yeah. <laughs> The guy who, who's running Buffalo Wild Wing is watching the game, sweating profusely, worse than the players. He's like, oh, yeah. Jesus, no, Jesus, no, oh, Jesus, don't tie it. Somebody don't kick tie. a goddamn field goal. Let's there's go. There's got to be some fine print in there. This is something like one wing per person. Like something very, very small. There must be. Like, you know what I mean? Not actually a full pound. Or yeah, when we say free wings, how many wings, yeah, are, we, wings are we giving out yeah. here, right? Wings of toothpicks. Two. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, get, you get two. That is wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, last but certainly not least, Panda Express, the takeout Chinese chain down there, well, says until that. Sunday, you can get a family meal with three large entrees and two large sides for $29 plus free delivery. Fuck, those are good deals, man. That's great. Yeah. If I lived in America, yeah, I'd order all of that shit. Give me some Applebee's, some Panda Express, throw in some fucking Hooters and some Red Lobster. It's going to be great. Uh, Those are good deals. We've had conversations about this before, Scott. When you cross the border, something changes with your ability to say no when it comes to food. Like, it's an odd thing where you go to the Anchor Bar in Buffalo, for example, and it's just eat like an absolute slob, like just a pig, like Mm -hmm. three people. And you're like, you know what? Let's order the 60 wing platter. I think we can do it. 
And you're all of a sudden, it's like a challenge. And I eat six wings, and I'm like, Jesus, I'm going to throw up. It's, it's enough for me. But I'm, I, I, I've been wow. through that situation. When you go down there, you eat like a pig, and you're going to a concert maybe at the arena where the Sabres play, or you're going to a Bills game or something like that, and you were just you eating so much that you just feel sick the whole yes. time you're down there. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know what happens. I don't know if it's that, like we feel like kids in a candy store, or like go to a Target in the U.S., and you're like, they have different cereal, and everyone's <laughs> going ape shit, and it's like you find Scott sitting in the electronics department with his hand like in like like Frankenberry cereal or something like that just mowing <laughs> down on it but it's it's so true I don't know what it is like we yeah. get down there and we're like they have Reese's peanut butter and you're like punching people to get to it <laughs> and the people in Buffalo are like yeah Who so shit? I know they're used to all these weird flavors and stuff well I, I went to a, a White Castle once <laughs> near Detroit it was you actually on eight, it was on 8 what Mile doing? was it on 8 <laughs> it Mile? Was on eight oh mile. no yeah I, I just we were there for, for a show of some sort and I uh, I remember we go to the, this White Castle, and my buddy was just like, he's like, we got to have White Castle. So we go, and there was two people in there. And I don't, I don't mean to say this is like a fat shaming thing, but they were very large people, mm-hmm. and they both had oxygen masks. And they're like pushing along, dragging this oxygen tank. They have to pull the tank down to shove this food in the mouth. And the one guy's like choking. Because he's not wearing his mask while he's eating. But it's like, and he's like making these crazy sounds. He sounds like a Tauntaun from Star Wars. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I was like scared for the guy. And and again, and, and, and I don't want to say this is like something to demean the guy himself. But I'm just like, when you have that addiction to that kind of food, like you will even put yourself yeah, and yeah. your life in harm's way to have your sliders. Or to go to Hardee's and have your mega monster burger. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll you'll go for it. Have you seen my 600-pound life? It's one of those shows. Yeah. You just, like, you can't look away. And it's a lot of similar situations to what you're it, describing. It's so scary. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, my God, man. Like, I, I, I was scared for the guy. Yeah. And he just, you know, he you see him that gets, give me the biggest cup you have. You know, and they're, they're bringing the mop bucket out and be like, here, you can use this. And he's just filling it up with, with pop and he's just, you know, chugging it. And I'm like, oh, my God, dude, like, I don't want to see someone die oh, in front of no. me tonight. Like, but I, I see that a lot. Like, you go to Florida, see it everywhere, oh, everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. And it's just like, what well, the hell happened? What are they doing now, by the way? Because everything in Florida was a buffet. Like every, I oh, noticed yeah. that like everything's a buffet. Are they still trying to make buffets work there? There still, do you think, Probably. or do you think they're changing it? Because here, they're we're not going to see a lot of buffets. Like people are going to pivot and do yeah. different things, right? It, that's a good point. I I think, I think that I'm. I'm probably done with buffets for the rest of my life. Uh, me too. You know? me, I'm with you. I, I didn't really love them to begin with. It wasn't my first choice. But now and again, especially family occasions, it was always easier, right? Get a yeah. big group of family together. There's something for everyone. If you go somewhere like the Mandarin, oh, right? Yeah. Everyone's going to be taken care of. And yeah. feel it's good. dad's birthday. Let's go to the fucking Mandarin right? again. Yeah. Because everyone was ha- Or Tucker's Marketplace, if that exists yep. anywhere now, right? Like That was a go-to because everyone can be happy that way. Get up, yeah. get your food. Sit down, but I don't know if we're going to see that anymore. I don't know if I want to start using the same spoon as people. Um, oh. The sneeze guard is—it's not really. I, that's, it's, that's, not a, it's not as—it's not good. You're not—you're not guarding anything with that. No, that's—that's you know, that's like putting my hand up in front of a tornado. Like it's not going to stop it from coming. <laughs> like, it's not a right, good deal. Right? But like the Golden Corral is the big one. I think uh, Mo. I don't know if it's—it's it's outside of Florida too, right, Scott? Golden Corral. Oh everywhere. yeah, they've got Golden Corrals everywhere. The yeah. closest one to here, by the way, is in Erie, Pennsylvania, okay. just the other side of Lake Erie. <laughs> Scott knows. I know that. Yes, You're I such happen a to know that. You yeah. know all of the things about. Food. Well, it's all you can eat for nine ninety nine. Yeah. And they've got like fucking steak and ribs and wings and everything. The price of it, right? Do you find when you go to the States, both of you, that the price of it is just too good to pass oh, it's up? Bonkers. And that's why? It's totally. absolutely bonkers. Yeah. Like you can, you do, I remember staying at a hotel along like International Way in Florida. So not too far from like the Disney properties yeah. and that. And they had a, I think it was 
I want to say it was like a Ponderosa or something like that. Right. And, and, and it was a buffet, but you go, it was four ninety nine for the breakfast or lunch buffet. Wow. So every day you're on a bit of a budget where sure. you're, you're down there. You got to be smart with your money because you could, you could spend it all in, in minutes. So you go and you're like, oh man, breakfast for five bucks, lunch for five bucks. I would go to the same restaurant twice a day and have a buffet twice a day. And it was just like. Again, everything you can imagine, and it yeah. was like eggs and bacon and toast, everything. They have I remember everything. on International, there's a pizza place too because I stayed at a hotel. Same thing. I know. I already know which one you're talking. Chi-Chi's. Yeah, Chi-Chi's, yeah. and it was same thing. Or like, CC's. We, we were CC's. Yeah. That's it. C-I-C-I. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Like we were like, is it seriously only that much? And there were people getting like six, seven, like going up there six or seven times. Like I can't do anymore than yeah. a couple slices. It's insane. Yeah, I, I, but I, we lose our inhibition as soon as we get to the border. I don't know yeah. why. Like we seem like sensible eaters for the most part here. Yeah. You go south, and it's like. Everything is on the table, and I mean that literally. Yeah. Americans are strange with their buffets. Like, it's very much like a strip club buffet. You'll get one section. It's like, here's some steak, and here's some ribs. And then you get another one that's like, here's a third of a cob of corn. Yeah. And then you go further on down the line, and here's some fucking hot dogs that are in, like, bacon fat. Like, Fuck yeah. guys. Have you You're ever- taking fattening shit and intentionally <laughs> trying to make it more fattening. Yeah. Have you ever told the story about our midday journey? Scott, there's no way you forgot about this. No, when we went to the House of Lancaster? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we had an intern, Scott, uh, cat that uh, this, this guy, he was flipping through one of the newspapers, and, and he saw a $1 buffet. And he went, what the hell? A $1 buffet? I got to know what that's like. And he didn't know that the House of Lancaster was a strip club. And we're like, oh, yeah, we'll take you to the, the $1 buffet. Like, just... You knew, obviously. We knew, and we were just like, okay. Yeah. So, so we go to it. At, you know, a dollar was all we were willing to spend on him, by the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we we go in, and it's you know a strip club. There's no windows, so big, bright, beautiful day. You go in at like eleven thirty or whatever. It was just it was like <laughs> yeah. whoa. We entered like an like an alternate universe, and you go in, and because he's just like, I just have to see what what's on a one dollar buffet, and he was just so so excited about it, and it was looked like a hot plate. And there was like maybe six different food stations, and I throw the air quotes around that because one of them was hot dogs and boiling water, um, and a loaf of white bread, no mm-hmm. buns. So you're not making yourself a nice hot dog; you're making a hot dog sandwich. <laughs> um, there was like peas, Scotts, right? There was like like dino nuggets, like like shaped <laughs> like kids shaped dinosaur nuggets in one of them, and then there was like badly burnt crinkle fries that were clearly like a like a low brand of some sort, and and there was like Another one where they had cream corn and cut up hot dogs in the cream corn. And it's like, you just took those hot dogs and put them in this cream corn. And so we go to, we go to sit down and I'm like, are you going to eat anything? And I, oh, one of them was Kraft Dinner. One of them was Kraft, Kraft Dinner. KD, sure. It was Kraft a mac Dinner. and cheese yep. on the line. It was KD. Yeah, we're like, oh my God. So you're there. You have to do something. So we're like, okay, let's just buy a beer and then get out of here. So we, we buy the beer. We sit down. And then there's a, you know, a, good, uh, a good portion of... Um, um, an older population that are in there, yeah. and uh, they go in, grab the buffet, and then go sit by Pervert's Row, which is the, around the stage. Is- so dudes just sitting there mowing down on some, you know, like uh, just awful food that just, I can't even classify it as food. And he's just looking up at the girl standing there on stage, and and she's like, "Why am I here? What what happened? Like, where, where did is I go?" Eating peas and Dino Nuggets, like, yeah, fuck me, this yeah. is ridiculous. Totally, and it was just like, oh, this is so awful but i just i remember laughing that this like this was they spent money advertising they they had a one dollar buffet and you don't even think you could call it a buffet like it was just it was depressing it was already depressing 
and it was even worse to see the food. The place stinks. Yeah. It smells like hot dogs, and you're like, what oh, the hell? That's disgusting. <laughs> I, I'm sure the food was perfectly fine, but Toronto Health should have shut them, ja- shut them down just because of the premise yeah. of hot dogs mixed into cream corn. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, guy, guy sitting at stage with you spooning it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <sighs> nice ass. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on. Oh, actually, before we move on from the Super Bowl, quickly here, in case you missed it last night, Jimmy Kimmel did an edition of Mean Tweets featuring Tom Brady. Listen to this. Tom Brady seems like the kind of man who doesn't know how to use a wrench. (laughs) It's kind of true. Can we be real for a moment? Is there really anyone you'd rather see dropped in a vat of rendered bacon fat than Tom Brady? Tom Brady, you suck booty. You ugly. You suck. You throw like a fat lady with a flabby arm and a little girl butt face. Hashtag Tom Brady. Hashtag suck. I hope this loss depresses you so bad that you hardly have sex with your supermodel wife in your giant mansion. Oh, that's great. I love mean tweets. He it's has still a good one sense of, the, of humor, the... by the way. But, and I don't yeah. think he cares. Like, really, he doesn't care. You can hate him all you want. He knows he's the goat. The one great one is the, the conversation about, I bet he's barely going to have sex with his wife in his giant yeah. mansion. Yeah, his super hot wife in his big mansion. Like, okay. Yeah, and, and he's laughing through it because he's like, this one's yeah. true. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> like, exactly yeah. what I'm going to do. <laughs> no matter what happens, that's yeah. exactly what I'm going that's to where do. where I'm going. Uh, before we get to the premature ejaculation stuff, We'll save that one, Dave. Uh, let's Thank talk you. quickly here about a couple of things that are happening. Number one, uh, just give me some hot takes here. The education minister is going to announce next week whether or not we're canceling March break. The theory is, is that if we have March break and kids go home and into their communities, when they come back to school, they will bring COVID. Should we cancel March break? Oh, boy. Yes. I'll go first. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll take about the, it. I'll I think take that's the, an easy one. I'll take the opposite stance then. Um, and I'll throw this one out as a, as a devil's advocate. Kids have already been through enough of the nonsense and, and the weirdness for this year, and, and a lot of them are struggling. Um, and to take that away, it just adds yet another layer of oddity. And I, I honestly just feel bad for the kids. I do. I, I think that you keep it so they have some form of normalcy where this, this learning from home has been really difficult for a lot of people, parents included, and maybe it is a chance for the kids and parents to have some quality time that isn't about fighting over school assignments and things like that. I, I'll say keep it. Okay. Moderna is cutting our shipment of vaccines again next week, and nobody really knows why. But yesterday, the procurement minister, Anita Anand, said that Canada asked all of the different countries that we've signed contracts with whether or not we can make their vaccine here in Canada, and every one of them said no. Who the fuck worked out this deal? Like, honestly, I know we were a little late to the party, but who negotiated this deal that we've got with these drug companies? Because they seem to not give a shit about Canada. Like, yeah, we'll take your money, but we'll get you the vaccines whenever we feel like it because you're not a priority. Who would have thought? Anybody else getting that vibe off these drug companies? Yeah. Who would have thought we'd be in this predicament? Something something wrong is happened here. Like, you would not think that this would happen to Canada. Right. Are we not? Are we not offering top dollar? Is that what it is? Like, no, I think we're paying more than is most. That, are we late? Oh. Is that why? Like, were, did other countries just get there first? Do they not care? Do they not trust us to produce them, too, here in Canada? Like, I have many questions. 
Well, why are we building that giant vaccine factory in Montreal then if none of the drug companies are going to let us make any of their vaccines there? Only one of them, Novax, is going to let us make some. The whole thing is kind of fucked up. Like, I, maybe we should go back to these companies and say, you know what? Uh, forget it. We're stealing your recipe. We're going to make our own vaccines. And if you don't like it, sue us. And then, by the way, we're going to counter sue you because you're screwing us. Why can't we have someone with some balls stand up to these drug companies who, by the way, all want special favors from us? They certainly want our money and they want accommodations. And if they want to open up a factory or sell drugs here, sure, they're going to want that government support. Why don't we just screw them? Screw them the way they're screwing us. Well, usually doesn't go very far for worldwide diplomacy when you when you have a screw ah, you screw em. me mentality. But fuck them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> at this fuck point, you know, at this point of the pandemic, we're all kind of just like we just need some some good forward momentum with a decision so we can say, all right, we're on the right track here because it does feel kind of like the wheels are spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like honestly, at what point do we just have to take our own fate into our own hands and say, you know what, we're going to do this and, and we're not asking for permission. We're going to ask for forgiveness later. And if you want to sue us, we'll see you in court because you know what? You fucked us first. So here you go. I'd love somebody to stand up to Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca and say, fuck you. This is what we're doing. If you don't like it, sue us. Your Honor, we would like to uh, approach the bench. This is a clear case of a they fucked us first situation. <laughs> You know how to you know how to, to rule on this, uh, Dave. I assume you watched it because you used to live in Barrie, Ontario, for many many years when you were on the radio there full time. Uh, did you see the video that's going around all over the internet about the cop arresting the kid that was skateboarding yesterday? I did. I did. Yep. I had it sent to me about fifty times yesterday. Yeah. Oh, me too. Actually. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, is that an example of police brutality, or can we not say because we haven't seen the whole video? So uh, this is going to make me sound like probably a bad guy, and people are going to get upset by hearing this, but I'm going to say it honestly. Uh, I-, I didn't see the beginning part of it. I have yeah. seen people, and I've, I've watched people in the faces of police taunting, pushing. I don't know what happened in this situation. I don't know what happened with this 20-year-old guy. I have no idea. So all I'm saying at this point is... I can't judge the the reaction. I think the reaction seemed a bit intense, but just because the guy is screaming, I'm, you know, I can't move my arms or whatever it is. I don't know what happened before. I don't know why the police officer felt he needed to use that force. Could he be completely absolutely 100% justified? I don't know. But it it does it looks really bad. It looks really bad. It does bad. look bad. Yeah, I mean, in particular, I think the part that people have an issue with is when the cop hit him in the head with the taser. Yeah. He didn't tase him. He hit him in the head with the actual taser. I mean, that's like getting pistol whipped. Yeah, I'm not about any head trauma like that. No. I don't think an officer should should ever go at anybody's head. I'm sure it's ever. not in their training to do it either, so I'm sure it'll be looked at. Yeah, and, and again, I don't know what happened beforehand. That's the yeah. only reason why I'm, I'm reserving judgment at this point, because I don't know what led up to it. Some people were saying, oh, he was just skateboarding. And if that's the case, then this guy needs to be, you know, tried to the fullest extent of the law here. Uh, but I don't know that. So that's why I'm, I'm not yeah. rushing to the judgment yet. Doesn't mean I support what happened by any stretch of the imagination, but man, this is a this is not a good look. But no, it's not. But I mean, I want to know because obviously the person who was recording it started recording as the incident was unfolding and didn't get the preamble. Mm-hmm. That's the part that we're missing. Yeah. And what I really want to know is how did the kid get on the ground? Because I have to assume that the cop approached him, and it doesn't matter what the cop approached him for. He approached him, and he presumably told him he was going to be under arrest, or told him to turn around and put his hands behind his back. Something happened there for the two of them to end up on the ground, yeah. and that's what I want to understand. Well, one now, yeah, one of the 
uh, people who was filming said, oh, he was just skateboarding. He was just skateboarding, and then the cop grabbed him. But I don't, here's the thing. I don't know that. Yeah. So I don't want to take that as fact because I don't know that. I think that it's probably – I don't know. Maybe some people will have an issue with this, but this is the way I like to live. I think personally – doesn't matter if you think it's right or wrong. If a cop comes up to you and says, I'm placing you under arrest or I'm taking you into custody or however it is that they do it, whether you think they're right to do it or wrong to do it, you should just comply. Because as soon as you don't, then you're resisting. And it seems like this kid didn't think that what he was doing was wrong and didn't think he should have to put his hands behind his back. And you know what? There's all kinds of ways that that can get dealt with after the fact. Let him cuff you. Let him take you downtown. Then you can speak to other police officers. You'll be given a lawyer to speak to. And many, many, many other things are going to happen once you get down there. But this whole resisting arrest because you don't think it's justified that you're getting arrested – I don't understand why someone would want to fight with the cops, because how often does that ever end well? Well, that's like, it. Yeah. When who struggles the with the cops, and then the cops say, ah, you know what, you put up a good fight, we're going to let you yeah. go. Yeah, ding, 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 you won yeah. that one, son. Yeah. Off you go. Well, and that's that's why I'm so hesitant to just make a make a call as to you know what happened. By the video, it looks like there's a lot of excessive force being used, and it's a yeah. terrible, terrible situation that needs to be dealt with. But again... I don't know how this happened, how this went up to it. I'm, I'm purely speculating. I have no idea what happened. But what if the kid pushed the cop while you yep. know trying to get like, trying to get away from the officer? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if any of that stuff happened. Right. And well, you know, to the extent that he reacted, I think it's too extreme. Um, but again, I don't know what happened before, so it's really hard to say. You know for sure. One of the things that struck me was when the cop hit him in the head with the taser, because he had the taser pointed right into him. It looked like he was going to deploy the taser and never did. Instead, he took the taser and hit the kid on the head with it. It's hard to tell from the video and from that angle. I thought maybe he tried to spit on the cop. And if you try to spit on a cop, I mean, it's assault anytime Mm -hmm. during a pandemic. It's a lot more serious. So if that was the case, I I don't know if that changes anything, but it might explain why the cop reacted the way he did instinctively. I don't know. Listen, we'll wait for the um, uh, final investigation to come out. But uh, to me, it looks excessive and I'm trying yeah. to give the cops the benefit of the doubt. And I will. But I really do think we need to know more of the rest of the story. And and just saying the kid's completely innocent or the cop did nothing wrong or the cop did everything wrong. I don't know that anybody can actually say that until the investigation is concluded. Yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. That's the best way to say it is to at this point, you give the benefit of the doubt simply because there's so much doubt. And, you know, this that video may be absolutely proof of everything that went wrong with that cop. And he might be completely guilty of it all. But we're not at that stage yet to make that call. Exactly. Let's wait for it to come out and see what the end result is. And you know what? If the police investigate or the SIU investigates and finds that that cop did something wrong, he should be punished the way anybody else would. Absolutely. But if he didn't do anything wrong, let's not crucify the guy right now because uh, there's still more details to, to come out here. Last but certainly not least for this edition of After 9, as we sit just a week away from the first long weekend of 2021. I need that, by the way. I think we all need a long weekend, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Well, this time of year, this time of year, especially right. This time of year, draggy. Oh, it drives me fucking nuts. What a word, draggy. You're so right. Yeah, this feels draggy right now. It's a draggy few months that we have to go through in the beginning of the year. After that, it doesn't seem so draggy. Twenty-seven percent of men admit 
the number is probably a lot higher, but 27% of men admit they've had a premature ending during sex. But some of them are pretty good at hiding it because only 19% of women say they've had it happen to a guy they were having sex with. This is from Adam and Eve, the adult toy store, who ran a survey about men's premature evacuations. Are they the ones with the deep? Not one. Order now, and you'll get not one, not two, but 1,500 Davidas. Is it those people? Yes, 1,500 Davidas. Use promo code 69, Okay, yep. That means a man, by the way, finishes up in about a minute or less. They call that a premature ejaculation. 27% of men admit it's happened to them. 19% of women say they've been with a guy who did that while they were having sex. Uh, The people running the survey called that difference, quote, Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Because it yeah, looks sure. like some men may be better at hiding their premature endings than you'd think. Mm-hmm. Here's a question, though. and I don't want to sound like an uneducated fuck here, but how do you cover that up? I get it. I, I know what your question is. And let me, let me paint a picture here. You're mm-hmm. suggesting that after all the waters come out of the hose... <laughs> there's it, it, it's not like you can continue to put the fire out because there's nothing left in the hose exactly mm-hmm. and not to mention you know what when all the water is out of the hose somewhere there's gonna be a wet spot how did you not notice the fucking wet spot well i can think of a couple ways yeah yeah i can think of a couple ways yeah there's a couple places where you might not notice it right away um but yeah that being said i I, I, yeah, it's, I find it, yeah, it'd be hard to continue after you hit that But hang level. on a second, because when you say premature, like some people are assuming it's before, it's barely, like first pump. Other people are thinking like it could have been 30 minutes in, but it would, t- would have taken 40 minutes for her to get there, right? If the, the is, does it all count? Is it all premature? Because if premature you're Premature ejaculation. Minutes, yeah. It, it's going to be about a minute or less. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to know the Okay. The two-pump chump is the... The uh, Yeah, (laughs) there it is. That's the old-school term for it. So anyway, I do have some medical uh, stuff to back this up. Dr. Jenny Schuyler is the resident sexologist at Adam and Eve. She says stress, anxiety, and depression are some emotional issues that can cause premature ejaculation. Physical conditions such as irregular hormone levels or inflammation or an infection of the urethra or prostate can also be a cause. Okay, ladies, it's not him. There's something physically wrong or mentally wrong, and that's why that happened. It's not like he has uh, he, he doesn't know what he's doing. So here's so, the, so the guy the guy's not supposed to use the excuse of maybe you're just too hot. Like <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't work. Well, doesn't your tits anymore. were a little smaller. It doesn't fly anymore, huh? <laughs> they say certain medications have shown great promise where behavioral exercises fail. However. Guys can correct this problem with behavioral techniques or exercises. <laughs> Do you just need exercises? to work your dick out? Push-ups? Wait a minute. <laughs> what are we doing? I would, I'm intrigued. I was thinking like a, a fucking lift. Like, I don't know, tie a brick to it and try and lift it off the ground or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my mind went. I don't know. Sweat- what other kind of exercises are you doing? Put a little sweatband on the tip. There you go. There you go, buddy. <laughs> like a little leg warmer? Yeah. Cute. <laughs> little turtleneck. And three and four. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting uh, idea of how you would how you would exercise it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Um, I still like the weights idea. Well, you know, it's not get, like a, you guys don't have like male kegels. 
right? No. Yeah, because no. we got Kegels. What, guys what are we really supposed have to do? Use it like a baseball bat? Like somebody tossed a softball and we just, <laughs> ah, hey, I'm feeling much better. It didn't hurt that much this time. Uh, I'm back here, honey, in the batting cage. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> just practicing. My dick swings. Yeah. Getting it nice and strong. <laughs> I'm just in the on-deck circle, just warming up. <laughs> like, Hang uh, for, on, honey. i got to do my stretches before we do this. Yeah, it's like, part of my workout routine. You'll see a batter in baseball put uh, like, a, like a little weight, like a, it's a little cylinder that goes on the baseball bat to make it heavier. So when you practice swinging, it feels heavier. Right. But when you go to the plate, the bat feels lighter. So maybe that's what it is. The guy's just putting a little weight on little there. Weight. Yeah, yeah. A little weight. You and, could do, I mean, you could be comfortable all day and night with that thing on, really. You'd be working out and not even know it. Like, currently, I've got a weight on my dick. Yeah. You know, I'm at work now. I'm in the car. Anywhere you are, you could be working it out. What do you do? Like, take some sandpaper to it so it's not as sensitive? Like, I don't know. Like, what, <laughs> what, what, what are you doing to exercise this? Home Depot? Yeah, I'm suffering from erectile dysfunction. What do you recommend? <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture some asshole's going to hear that and go to the gym and try and work his dick out. You know, listen, that's not the kind of stuff they want to deal with at Planet Fitness, everybody. So, uh, you're doing two kinds of chin ups. This This doesn't seem right at all. (laughs) And on that, we will say thank you for listening to this edition of After Nine. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.